Hey, hey, everybody. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative Big Seven. And while we are waiting for some people to come on here so I can deliver you uh, lots of breaking news about special session, I'd like to lead in by thanking a few folks, uh, people that are in the state of Tennessee who have been remarkably conservative and they have been really defending your freedoms in a very vocal, active way. So here are a few names. If you know these individuals, you should pat them on the back, uh, send them a Christmas ham or whatever else to thank them because they are up there in Nashville uh, really fighting to make sure that you can get back to normal. Because all we're asking is to get back to 2019. We're not even asking people to improve things uh, compared to how they used to be. We're just asking them to quit screwing things up and let us get back to a volunteer state instead of a mandate state. And here are their names. Uh, Janice Bowling, Terry Lynn Weaver, uh, Scott Sapicki, Mark Pody, Jason Zachary, Tim Rudd, Bruce Griffey, Gary Umble, Bobby Petray, and others who are fighting to get us back to normalcy. Now, there are others, but these are some that have been remarkably helpful from my perspective. If you would, please, please, please put in the comments section about where you are watching this from. Put in the comments section what you think about these stories as you put them in there. One, quit using foul language. Jeez Louise. Somebody's going to have to moderate these comments. Uh, back to the story. So this special session on medical freedom has been a whirlwind, and here's a big update. The House is in recess as I record this, but they are coming back in probably about three or four minutes. Karen, thank you for watching from Powell. And uh, the Senate omnibus bill, they took all these bills, some of which are good, some of which are kind of weak, and some that did not make it. We'll get into that in a moment. And uh, the Senate bill did not have this string attached uh, in 14-6-102, which really puts Joe Biden in charge of the medical health of individuals who are in, in a corporation, individuals who are uh, at, at a school or nonprofit. Tammy, thank you for showing up uh, from Murfreesboro. Uh, and also, Joe, Reagan is fighting too. Good. We need as much help as we can get. Um, and back to the story here, but the, the Senate omnibus bill um, did not have the federal dollar stringed attach language. Uh, however, the House bill still does. Now, I've heard that they are making some adjustments to this, and there may even still be a chance that as it goes to committee, if it remains, we might be able to get it out. But here's your action alert, okay? Tammy, uh, Chelsea, Eric, uh, Juan, uh, do not send the explicatives like you did here on the feed. I think it took it out, thankfully. Uh, make sure that you call your state reps in the House and, and maybe even folks in the Senate. If you know somebody personally, text message them, call them, and say, hey, we don't want 14-6-102, which basically allows any organization who receives a federal cent, at least the way I read it, I am a layman, or any school or any nonprofit to basically tell you that your medical freedom doesn't count in Tennessee if the federal government says so, even though, even though we have states' rights and according to the Constitution, things not enumerated to the federal government are uh, enumerated to the state. So we've got to start standing up in Tennessee for states' rights 
and we've got to quit handing the freedoms of Tennesseans away to Joe Biden and the federal government. It has been an awful process. And here's something else that's funny. Ford Motor Company just weighed in about the, about the rules saying that you can't forcibly mask people for no good reason. And they said, oh, no. Oh, no, we've we got to weigh in on this. We've got to try to politically influence the state of Tennessee. We just gave them a billion dollars, more or less, in corporate welfare. And now they're telling us, oh, thanks for the offer of the billion free dollars from Tennessee taxpayers. Let us also tell you how to run your state. They're going to bring unions. They're going to bring a bunch of uh, green energy, federal subsidization into our state. And they're already trying to strip away more medical freedom through their influence. I'm telling you, federal dollars and corporate welfare bring nothing but freedom-killing influence to the volunteer state. I hope y'all can hear me all right. I should bring the old microphone in here. All right, now, moving on to other things about what's going on in the special session right now, if you're ready. It's been a flurry of activity with massive bills that have been introduced. They've been pushed through committees, many with very little time for legislators to fully review them. I really don't understand except for the fact that maybe leadership just wanted to control this whole process from the beginning, why we didn't take our time so people could see what was in there and why there couldn't be debate. I, I think um, things of this importance should not be, be rushed the way they have been. And bills ranging from pro, uh, prohibiting mask and vaccine mandates to children, uh, to prohibiting employers requiring vaccinations as a condition of employment, to uh, harsh new penalties for school board members, uh, Kristen says the audacity of Ford to think they have any say in the lives of Tennesseans. That's what big corporations do. And we have a lot of Republicans up in Nashville who really aren't conservatives, they're corporatists. And Brittany says, thank you so much for the information we need to stand up and get loud. And yes, talk to the people that can make a difference. Call your House of Representatives uh, representative, you know, email them. If you know them personally, text message them and tell them, we want you to get this federal uh, strings language out of this bill in the House. Uh, 82 bills have been introduced and, uh, and both have a House and Senate version. Additionally, four Senate bills have been introduced that currently have no House part. 20 House and Senate joint resolutions have been filed along with 11 Senate resolutions currently with no House counterpart and additional five resolutions just on the state Senate side. We have articles at the Tennessee Conservative. If you really want to dig into this, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com for the love of God and all things holy, put your email address and phone number in there so we can text and email you alerts. And I don't want to hear any of this nonsense. Well, I'm not giving you my phone number. I, you know, are the, I can't help it. We could be censored at any moment on social media. We have to be able to directly access you. As an announcement, if you have a Yahoo or an AOL address, they are censoring our news uh, going into your inbox. That's what big tech does. And uh, you have to be go in there and mark us as safe. You have to go through these shenanigans just to get TennesseeConservativeNews.com stuff. Uh, make sure that you also uh, got another announcement here real quick coming up. Uh, make sure that uh, you check out our podcast. Uh, anything, anywhere you listen to podcasts, just type in the Tennessee Conservative or Brandon Lewis. If you like to listen to this stuff more than watch it, uh, you can do that. We had a great interview yesterday with Gary uh, Humble of Tennessee Stands, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment. Back to the story. Some say that the only bills that have a really good chance of passing are those that are co-sponsored by House Speaker Cameron Sexton and Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally, and that appears to be the case. I mean, they, their names are on all the bills that have made it to the majority 
of this omnibus package. However, we as citizens uh, can support the passage of bills we believe in. Uh, you can find links to all the bills that have been introduced along with those uh, to find your representative and senator's contact information in our articles back at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Now is the time to remain vigilant. You just gotta you gotta stay on these folks. It's gonna be a long night as these things go into committee. Now here is why I think it makes sense for uh, House Republicans in both the Senate and uh, the House to pay attention to this stuff. Karen Rose said, "I think this session was just to appease the folks that were calling and emailing. They have to make it look as if they're listening, but they are not. We need to make sure they hear us in the primaries." Now that's that's also true. Uh, that's also true. We got a little bit of a technical difficulty. Uh, hang on here. Somebody sing Wichita Lineman. One moment. Technical difficulties. I'm not one to stop the show. Sorry. I think I got an issue with the old computer door here. You can look at the top of the screen here. Coming back down. Now I think we're going to be okay. Back to the story. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for that little bit of sad drama. Here's why it should be important for people who want to be reelected in 2022 uh, to pay attention to these things. We did a poll, okay, and thanks, thank you to all of you who took the time to actually fill that thing out. I think we got 3,300 3, respondents to the poll that we sent out, and it, here's what it said. 97.3%, when you averaged all of the yeses versus all the noes, 97.3% of our subscribers, now you are not low information and you're not rhinos. So there's a little, this is not as good as a statewide poll. A statewide poll usually takes about a thousand, uh, a thousand respondents to get a plus or minus uh, margin of error of 3%. But over the last weekend, the Tennessee Conservative conducted a poll regarding the Health Committee approach to remedying these things. And on average, 97.3% of respondents said, we, want, we don't need the government to keep us uh, safe. We need them to protect our rights. 96.49% uh, say that Tennesseans who have religious, moral, or medical objections to vaccinations should not lose their job. 98.42% said that masking or vaccination should not be required for consuming goods and services in Tennessee. I mean, if you're if you're a state legislature, a legislator, that I mean, you should know how to vote on these things. 96.74 said that children or adults who are not exhibiting symptoms of an illness should not be required to miss work or school due to a 10-day quarantine. 97.8% said that children should not be required to wear a mask in public or private schools. 89.18% say they, they uh, do pay attention to how the votes in the House uh, in the Republican Senate and House members on health subcommittees uh, to determine how they cast their vote. And what that tells me is that health committees and lots of other people who killed good conservative legislation back in the general session because of personal conflicts of interest perhaps, um, they really need to get on board and help. Guys, I'd like to ask you, if you would, please, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com support. It's very difficult and labor-intensive to bring this news to you, and it takes more people than you would think. When you give any amount, you get two proud Tennessee conservative bumper stickers. If you would consider doing a monthly a donation, I don't care if it's very small. Boy, it helps it, because I, I lose money doing this every month. It just comes out of the old Lewis family savings account because I believe in passing on a free Tennessee to my daughter Sylvia and Ruby. And so when you give $50 or more, or if you give a recurring donation, we send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler in addition. Now, I've actually had to put a, a covering on this one. This is how it comes new because there's so much awesomeness contained in this vessel that we have to buy these special radioactively lined 
covers, not enough to really hurt you or anything, and it helps contain the awesomeness until it gets to you in transit uh, through the U.S. Postal Service. And uh, if you put rhino legislation in this, and if you shake it up, uh, shake and not stirred, and you pour it out, it actually turns into conservative legislation. So do get this proud Tennessee conservative uh, tumbler. Give any amount, tennesseeconservativenews.com. Now this is funny. Next story. We're moving on from special session because there are a few things going on in the state. They're not all special session. It's probably the, it is the most important thing, but it's not the only thing. New decision makers in Tennessee Department of Education believes math is a tool of white oppression. I do not know why we continue to hire these uh, these rhinos or these East Democrats. Not even not even rhinos. I do not know why we continue to hire Democrats in the state of Tennessee to run our departments. I have no idea. It is quite confusing, but we do. And I'm going to go to the next one. Douglas says we keep uh, cutting out. I apologize. I don't know what's going on, but uh, but one of the key promoters of California's math framework overhaul is a top decision maker in the Tennessee Department of Education in September of 2021. Rachel Mays was hired as the chief preparation and of uh, chief of, of preparation and performance by the Tennessee Department of Education in California. The language of the equitable math framework overhaul plan she promoted stated that the aim was to counter the cultural forces that have led to and continue to perpetuate current inequities. The reasoning for California's math framework overhaul seems to have stemmed from the ideas that math is racist. Everything's racist. That's modern-day modern liberal think. The idea builds its platform around the belief that mathematics are a tool of white oppression. Because when you need to do your personal finances, when you need to go grocery shopping, when you need to figure out how to finance a house, uh, when you need to run your family's budget, that's a tool of white oppression. What are they? They want to keep these kids functionally illiterate in mathematics? Uh, inherently biased against people of color especially black individuals. Therefore, uh, to level the playing field, black children should be held to a different competency level. Oh, that's really going to serve them well if they get out of school and they can't do the basics. However, in California, the math framework overhaul effectively holds all students back, regardless of skin color, keeping them at the same level of knowledge without regard to individual talents or affinities. These are the people we continue to hire. Penny Schwinn, lady that sent out the child wellness check, I don't know where Bill Lee gets the people to staff these departments that relate to our children's well-being. I, I don't know if he just throws a dart, if he just like opens up a, a, a book of liberal resumes, puts them all on the wall, blindfolds himself and throws a dart, but this is ridiculous. Next story. Biden and Congress hit new lows among voters. New polling shows that both President Joe Biden and the 117th Congress have hit new lows in approval this year. Biden's approval rating hit a new low this week of just over 43%. According to an average of several recent polls, a Gallup poll released Tuesday found that Congress's approval level also hit new lows for 2021. Kristen Hicks says Archimedes, the father of mathematics, was a racist. Yes, he was. And so was that, that stupid bird that was in that, uh, that owl that was in that Disney uh, cartoon. What was it? The Sword and the Stone. That, 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 that owl, Archimedes, was also racist. I have it on good authority. Okay, I have it on good authority. Uh, I am an ornithologist in my spare time. 
So a uh, new low from the poll found approval of Congress has fallen to a dismal 21% in October. The driving reason for that uh, decrease has been a sharp decline among Democrats whose approval of Congress has fallen from 55 to 33%. I can't believe it was every 55%. Next story, Mount Juliet District gives employees choice, mandate compliance or termination. Legislation that may come out of the special session is a bit too late to save many workers in Tennessee their jobs. And this is also a beef I have. All these people who lost their jobs, there are a handful of folks in medical committees that you can thank for all this that we're doing right now in the special session. All this could have been handled in the general session. That's why in the 2022 primaries, you can't just hope they're a Republican. You've got to know that they are a rock-rib conservative, and if they're not, and if they're not outspoken, and if they're not working, we don't need bench warmers. We don't need people who just work behind the scenes anymore. We need folks that put good legislation out there and try to get it passed. One example is the West uh, Wilson Utility District in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, that issued an ultimatum to employees stating if they do not obtain and show proof they have received the vaccination by today, October 29th, they will soon be shown the door. I hope those folks sue the pants off that utility. The notification went out to employees in the form of an October 22nd letter where they were required to sign in, leaving them only seven days to choose whether to comply or face termination of employment. If I had worked at one of these uh, corporations and I thought that was coming down the pike, I would have organized a bunch of people and then right in the middle of uh, the lunch rush or the production run or the manufacturing of whatever, we would have walked off the lines, we would have walked out the kitchen, we would walk away from uh, whatever's going on in the water district to keep the water running, and th you know what? The bosses who hand it down, we'll get the CEO out here, see if he knows how to, to fry some burgers. We'll get the CEO out here, see if he knows how to assemble this car. We'll get the CEO out here, see if he knows how to purify this water, because I bet he doesn't. I bet if you walk off the job, I bet everything just falls apart and you do it proactively and then you let them clean up the mess. Back to the story. The letter goes on to state, if you do not choose not to comply, Westwood, uh, West Utility District will consider your non-compliance as a voluntary resignation notice effective on the date specified in the mandate. The Utility District warns that those employees who choose not to receive the vaccine are voluntarily resigning from their position, may not have a job at the company should they change their mind later. Real nice. Real nice, people. Real nice. Gas prices. Up $1.25 per gallon over the past year. Home heating fuel costs expected to skyrocket. U.S. gasoline prices reached a seven-year high this week, with the natural average of regular gallon of gasoline rising uh, up to $3.39, up from $3.187 last month. That's a huge jump in a short period of time. A year ago, a year ago, the average price of a regular gallon of gasoline was $2.15, $2.15. A gallon, meaning motorists are paying an average of about $125 uh, dollars or $1.25 uh, $1 more. Um, and you know, when you uh, when you shut down pipelines and when you have people that have been permitted to drill in areas previously that they can't, uh, when you shift your oil production to an unstable Middle East, when you start making noise as if uh, we're all going to try to rely upon these uh, green energy. Uh, sources which are not developed well enough yet, of course it's going to drive prices up. Of course it is. Next story, Hamilton County uh, School Board tackles divisive books in HCS libraries. In a recent school board meeting, the board along with the school administrators tackled a topic of whether or not books found to be offensive uh, should be on bookshelves for students to access. Uh, through school board meeting, Rhonda Thurman, if you're in Hamilton County, 
Uh, I, I wish that you would all vote in people like Rhonda Thurman to the school board. And if, if you want to model somebody in your own county, Rhonda, Rhonda Thurman is a good one. Questioning of school administrators. It was discovered books could end up on school shelves through choices made by the school librarian, principal, the school, the team of people who uh, select materials or by teachers' recommendation or any combination of above. No consistency. Thurman challenged any of the administration or the librarians in attendance to approach the podium and read excerpts from some of the books, questioning, saying, I think you need to get up and read some of the things that I have marked. Just get up here to the podium, read some of the quotes from these books. I want the taxpayers to understand what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just a few S words or a few D words or a few H words. I'm talking about MF and I'm talking about GD and I'm talking about the F word until it's ad nauseum, page after page. I want everybody in Hamilton County to know this is what your taxpayer dollar is going for. Thurman continued, I think the parents trust us to be the gatekeepers so the children are not exposed to this. With our grades being as dismal as they are, you never hear anybody who serves on the school board or at the Department of Education get upset because they're failing so bad. If you're on a school board and if your entire school district is failing, if only 25% of kids can read at grade level, you should be hammering that every meeting every meeting. But they don't because they don't really care about the kids. Good grief. That's what we got. Guys, listen. Text, call, email your state representatives in the House, not the Senate. You do, do the Senate too and say, we need to get, and I'll just give you the reference, take out a pen and a piece of paper. Uh, Christina Grossman says, it's always okay to say, let's go Brandon. Hashtag FJB. I know what Let's Go Brandon means because y'all are really encouraging me. By the way, if you go to letsgobrandonhat.com, letsgobrandonhat.com, you can make a donation and we will send you an official Tennessee conservative Let's Go Brandon hat. Uh, we actually got them in today, I believe. They were shipped to my home. And so now we got to get them shipped back out to y'all. So uh, letsgobrandonhat.com. But let me give you this really quickly. This is the thing you need to tell them. Hey, we want this stripped out of here. I can't ever remember the numbers. You need to ask them. We want the, the, the part of the House omnibus bill that gives uh, Joe Biden the ability to control medical freedom for lots of Tennesseans in our state. We want that stricken just like it is in the House, in the Senate version. Senate had enough good sense to take that out. House, for whatever reason, I don't know why Cameron Sexton couldn't see this coming. It's, it's unusual, I would think, if, if McNally took it out that Sexton would have definitely taken it out. And here it is. Take this down. You got a pen and a piece of paper. 14-6-102. 14-6-102. That needs to go. All right, guys. I love you. I hope you're going to have a great weekend. Hey, now listen. Be careful out there. Check your apples for razor blades. You know, you might want to uh, take your take your candy down to the old X-ray machine. Uh, make sure that you wear reflective clothing. If you go out, don't run out in front of cars. Watch for kids in neighborhoods. And also go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and help us here. We need your help. And I've been amazed at the, uh, the donations that come in. Uh, a lot of folks just watch things for free and read things for free and think that somebody else, their neighbor, some other conservative is actually going to invest to keep this thing going. And it doesn't happen. Uh, but I am very thankful for the small minority of our subscribers that are like, okay, this guy's paying for this out of his back pocket. We're going to help him out. We can lighten the load a little bit. Uh, I just want the thing to break even. I've got another thing that makes all my money. That's why I can do this. 
But if y'all can help help me get this to zero, I'd really appreciate it. Y'all have a great Halloween. I'm about to go to a fall festival at our church uh, with our tater tots. We've got a whole weekend of festivities planned. I'm looking forward to it. Y'all be safe out there. I'll try to keep you up to date on what's going on up in Nashville. And until next time, I'm Brandon Lewis with the Tennessee Conservative. Love you guys. Take care. Talk to you next time.